it's been such a so many factors i think i think it's mm. slowly been creeping up right mm. whereas mm. i think i feel it, all the books that i have from the 80s and 90s dairy mm. was still kind of quite in you know yeah. it was cottage cheese uh, low yeah. fat milk it was like very accepted especially with you know the bodybuilder guys who are like really yeah. trying to you know avoid extra unnecessary foods blah 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 most most bodybuilders consume dairy products you know tom mm. flats one of my favorites was a, oh, i love tom flats me too. Yeah. yeah. Huge ice cream eater and lots of yeah. cheese and dairy and stuff. And obviously, you know, when you're trying to get shredded, that's a whole different story. But yeah. the point is it was never demonized. I don't know what really started it off, you know, but yeah. definitely some of those uh, documentaries like Cowspiracy, which I've seen mm. and some of the mm. vegan kind of stuff, which by the way, I've been vegan myself too. You know, I went vegetarian for a year and then I went hardcore vegan. And uh, how was became- that? Oh, great time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I became emaciated and I lost all interest in, uh, in women and dating and, and just doing anything physical. Um, and then I, I started having salmon and then that changed my life. And I just was like, okay, uh, not for me. It's, it's not a, yeah, it's not a sustainable diet. Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kenny Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturate, creator of pro-metabolic food supplements and seriously saturated skincare. And today I'm joined by Leo Wick. uh, And I actually thought his name was Leo Van Wick. So we had a good laugh about that on the podcast. Now, Leo is based, he's a trainer who's based in LA. I actually don't know how old he is. I tried to pump him for that information on the podcast, but he wouldn't reveal his age. So I'm guessing he's in his 30s. Uh, Hopefully I haven't offended him um, because he might be in his late 20s, but he's a seriously funny guy. And so often I'll be scrolling through Instagram and I'll see one of his piss takes of oat milk. He's just does so many funny memes and funny videos about about oat milk. So I thought it would be um, fitting to get him on the podcast to talk about dairy and some of the misconceptions around uh, dairy. So in this episode, we talk about, you know, why dairy's become so demonized, um, you know, why we think dairy is actually good for you and you should be consuming dairy, why oat and almond milk aren't good substitutes for dairy, how almond milk is actually bad for the environment, you know, what is lactose intolerance and, you know, are people truly lactose intolerant or is it a sign of um, deeper issues? And we also talk about, you know, if you haven't consumed dairy for a while, what are our recommendations are for, you know, improving your tolerance and then bringing it back into your diet. So I think you'll find this episode pretty funny. I thought it was really funny, entertaining and educational. And as always, please take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways on Instagram stories and tag me at K-R-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-E-L-D and uh, rate and review the podcast. And if you share it, then you will go into the draw to win a tub of saturated premium collagen. So each month I pick someone who has shared and they receive that um, tub of collagen. So, uh, yeah, let, let's get into it. Get ready to be entertained. Oh, hi, nice. Leo Wick, not Leo Van Wick. So, oh, uh, hello. <laughs> I actually <laughs> tagged him this morning on stories and I'm like, I'm doing a podcast with uh, Leo Vedwick. I think that's his name. I just throw in the van in the middle because I thought that it sounded good. It's actually just Leo Wick. Good one, Kitty. Uh, but I uh, wish I wish I had one of those, you know, Scottish English last names. Yeah. Like, 
you know, one of my favorite bands growing up and to this day is ACDC. I'm a huge fan. A good one. Huge fan. They're so of good. Of course. Yeah. You know, Bon Scott, you know, yeah, like yeah. Brian Johnson. <laughs> solid just names. Solid fucking names. Yes. <laughs> well, you Not can just change book. it. I'm going to call I you could. from now on. I'm just going to call you Leo Van Wick. It's like, um, it's my uh, new nickname. What's her name? <laughs> Lauren. L- L- Lauren De La Cruz. You know, from, uh-huh. uh, so I always like to call her Loren De La Cruz. And she's like, it's Lauren. I'm like, yeah, but Loren sounds better. Like, it sounds more sexy. I think we're catching a theme here. I think you like spinning the names, making yeah, them a little right. more so exotic, add, don't you? Add these, add these things into it. But welcome to the podcast. So, well, I'll get you to sort of give you give the uh, listeners a bit of an introduction. But if you follow him on Instagram, oh, he just posts the funniest shit about oat milk, like, <laughs> and you know the shitty dairy <laughs> substitute um, for milk. So if you don't follow him, go follow him because you, you just you don't post really educational stuff, but you're really entertaining too. I think I, um, I, I try not to take myself myself yeah. too seriously. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. That's good. Though. So maybe just I was going to ask you a question. Yeah. Thing, yeah. by the way is it is it kind of the same like i'm assuming it's kind of the same like it is in america you know mm. in the big cities here in la and new york like uh whereas you know maybe 10 years ago it was sort of like almond milk that was the, the most popular thing i feel mm. like oat milk has taken the market for everything right i feel like oat milk is the most popular one is it the same in australia oh, look, where they I say don't... by the way they have the best coffee in the world i don't know i have yet oh. to be well we have good coffee i'm sure like i don't know if it's the best thing everybody the world, says but... that like seriously yeah, really? it's like very like you got to go to australia they have the best coffee in the world yeah. by far. okay well, that's good. That's good. Well, I don't know about the whether the oat milk's overtaking the almond milk. I think they because <laughs> you don't like, buy either, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Like it's been. I used to actually make my own almond milk. You know, I'd blend it yeah, up I've and been squeeze there, it. That too. Squeeze yeah, it through yeah. the fucking cheesecloth. Oh, but yeah, I don't know. I think they're both equally as popular. Those shitty milks um, in in Australia, but uh, yeah. So for, before we get into it, because I thought what we could talk about is you know dairy and why these you know dairy substitutes are just not good substitutes at all um and I think you know like back in the day I thought that I was being healthy and I you know cut all dairy from my diet I cut sugar from my diet you know like most people that follow us they've gone through that you know eating clean I've got to eat clean and almond milk was clean but anyway before we talk about that just tell everyone like who are you (laughs) who am I (laughs) Leo Van (laughs) Uh, Van Wick. Yeah. I'm yeah. originally from Russia. Uh, I'm half Ukrainian, you know, back in the day, we never used to separate it. Um, sadly what's going on now between those two countries, but, uh, yeah, that's my origin. Uh, I live in Los Angeles. Uh, I'm a personal trainer. Uh, I train people, uh, I do whatever it takes. You know, I do a lot of rehab stuff. I do a lot of massage therapy. I do a lot of just, you know, good old weightlifting and, um, yeah, it's my background. Yeah. Cool. Anything cool. Else? Just, <laughs> I, I'm a funny dude. I kept trying to like hammer him for his age, but he's not going to tell me. So I had, I had a guess. I was like, I think you're between 25 to 30. Um, AGB, so, I told yeah, you. Like, what did I tell you? And I was like, ask him, do you have a girlfriend? Do you have kids? You know, like, what? Well, just pop it in for it. Pop, know, it, pop it in for it. <laughs> he lives in LA, which is pretty, uh, pretty cool. I see you got some guitars there in the background, Craig. Yeah. Has a few guitars as well. He, oh, does Craig play too? Oh, he does. No shit. Not no often shit. though, because he's too under the pump because I just work him too hard in our business, you know, like, <laughs> like cracking that, cracking that whip. But he got the guitar out on the whole, we spent on a ski holiday and there was a guitar oh. there. So he played it a bit for me and I was like, oh, come Where'd on. Where'd you go on a ski holiday? Where's this? In Redbow, which is in oh. New South Wales in Australia. Yeah. Oh, fuck, it was wow. hard. 
Honestly, like now. I thought I was going to die. Like after we graduated, I don't know. I'm the type of guy that I'll go on that lift once. I'll go down. I'll get really sweaty. I'll go up again. I'll go down. And then I'm like, all right, that was awesome. Thank yeah, you I'm so done. much for, for yeah. having me here. I want to go home now. I do not want to be on this thing for six fucking hours. Like I, I oh. get so, oh, I, I don't, I don't get it. I just, maybe I don't have that, you know, uh, bug. Are you, bit, are you a good you skier? Know? Uh, I can ski. I'm Russian. Yeah. You know, I can yeah. ski. I'm you not should a be great happy. skier. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, same goes for surfing, though, too. Everybody yeah. also thinks that, like, everybody in L.A. is a surfer automatically. Mm. And, you know, I, when I moved here, for sure, I bought a board. You ever mm. see that movie Point Break with yeah. Uh, yeah. Keanu Reeves? Classic. Who hasn't seen that movie? A lot of people. And I'm very really? disappointed when they say they have it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, oh, my God. Don't even talk Classic. to me. Classic. I'm, gl- yeah. I'm glad you've seen it. Yeah. You know, I I, li- I tried living that whole kind of, you know, Point Break lifestyle. You know, I yeah. bought the surfboard. I started going yeah. out. And then you realize, you know how in the movie they go out to the to the to waves and it's just like nobody there it's empty and they're just going down these fucking waves and they got their hair flowing in the air <laughs> so like and you get here no you get here too late it <laughs> is like a thousand because there's always people here there's too many yeah. people here yeah you can go you know north of la which is like malibu famous area to surf it's yeah. just filled you you go you'll think okay i'm gonna wake up at 6 a.m and go there and, and get there nice and early and you get there and it's like already a thousand people out there and they're ready to go and they're day in, day out surfers. Yeah. And they're not friendly. They don't want you here if you're not like yeah. a local dude. And they're just, it's yeah. just no I, I couldn't handle that culture. So, you know, I stopped surfing too, but, but I can surf sometimes too. Every once in a while, I'll go out there and do my thing. <laughs> yeah. But it's not, yeah. The skiing's like, you know, especially when, cause I'm obviously I've never skied before. So, you know, I wasn't an expert. That was your first time? This first time. time. So we got lessons, Whoa. private lessons. And like okay. on the third day, we hit the big slopes and fuck, I thought I was going to die the entire <laughs> way down. Like, you know, <laughs> But I went back and had uh, another crack the next day, but I fell over heaps. Hey, like I'm surprised I didn't hurt myself. And geez, you burned some calories. Like you, both yeah, Craig and sure. I lost a kilo and a half when we went on holiday. 100%. And we, because you're also wearing heads. all that stuff, right? So you're just, that's yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We just felt like we ate a lot, but obviously we didn't eat enough. So, you know, it's yeah. just super high. You know what, though? I didn't notice any, when I think about it, there was not, I didn't notice one overweight person skiing. No, that is a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I bet you notice a lot of drunk people, though, huh? Well, <laughs> I don't know how it is there, but it, here, I remember going to ski up here in Mammoth Mountain, California, like the biggest yeah. mountain they have here. And it, I show up at like 9 a.m. and there's just a dude doing an Irish car bomb, literally 9 oh, a.m. I love you know, it. Guinness, boom, go and goes out skiing. And it's just like, that's how the culture is with those guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure everyone gets really, because like, we didn't, you know, we don't really drink that much anymore because we're old. Yeah, and it's just, uh, I had like four glasses of champagne over the whole you know, six days that we'll have long we were there. But um, some of our friends were chatting to like, oh yeah, people just get shit faced every night, ski all day, get shit faced at night, ski all That's day. That's the skiing so. culture. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So uh, no, it was good. But anyway, let's get into the, uh, you know, so like, why do you think dairy was, has become so demonized? You know, like clients always message, like we'll say, oh, you know, it's inflammatory and it causes cancer and it causes weight gain. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that's happened? It's been such a, so many factors, I think. I think it's Mm. slowly been creeping up, right? Mm. Whereas Mm. I think, I feel all the books that I have from the 80s and 90s, dairy Mm. was still kind of quite in, you know, it was cottage cheese, low fat milk. It was like very accepted, especially with, you know, the bodybuilder guys who are like really trying to, you know, avoid extra unnecessary foods, blah, blah, blah. Most, most bodybuilders consume dairy products. You know, Tom Mm. Flats, one of my favorites was- Oh, I love Tom Flats. 
Me too. Yeah. yeah. Huge ice cream eater and lots yeah. of cheese and dairy and stuff. And obviously, you know, when you're trying to get shredded, that's a whole different story. But yeah. the point is it was never demonized. I don't know what really started it off, you know, but yeah. definitely some of those uh, documentaries like Cowspiracy, which I've seen mm. and some of the mm. vegan kind of stuff, which by the way, I've been vegan myself too. You know, mm. I, I went vegetarian for a year and then I went hardcore vegan. And uh, how was became, that? Oh, great time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I became emaciated and I lost all interest in, uh, in women and dating and, and just doing anything physical. Um, and then I, I started having salmon and then that changed my life. And I just was like, okay, uh, not for me. It's, it's not a, yeah, it's not a sustainable diet. If you're truly doing it the way that you're you know, supposed to do it, be really vegan, not consume any animal products, you know, because yeah. I think there are a lot of fakers out there that say they're vegan or yeah, you know, yeah. like, I'm, I'm totally vegan. And then they go out, they get shit faced and they have like a fish taco, but it's fish. <laughs> it's fine. It's fish. Like I have a lot of clients like that, you know, and yeah. they, I make fun of them openly. They know I make fun yeah. of them, by the way, yeah. who yeah, yeah, yeah. are, are uh, you know, they say I'm, I'm vegetarian. Okay. Mm. But I eat sushi. Okay. So then you start asking him like, why not, why not uh, beef? You know, well, yeah. beefs, you know, cows are cute kind of right. Yeah. You, like, like you see pictures of them, although they've probably never been around one, like on a farm, you know, that's kind of yeah, not yeah. that cute because they're not that cute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, I know. So they feel bad. They feel bad. It's like, oh my God, I can't kill a cow. But you know what? Fish, it's all good. Let's beat those fuckers to death and eat them. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I, yeah. I think the same thing kind of happened with milk. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you, you're what? Yes, it, the, the, the cow has to give birth in order to produce milk. And it's yeah. this like gruesome thing that doesn't look that pretty, even though, you know, human birth is not that beautiful either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, this, yeah. It's not. I Kind of grotesque thing you know and i, think I also are, think too like yeah. i was back then i was like well you know milk contains sugar and i was mm. like the sugar antichrist so i didn't want to eat any sugar or yeah. any you know keep keep my diet really low carb so i was like getting on the um on the arm you know we talked about this i used to and you did just well make my own almond milk you know mm. people think oh that's a healthier because a lot of the if you pick up any of the almond or oat milks in the stores you look at the list of ingredients and they've got vegetable oils and gums and heaps of shit in them and but yeah. even though when you make your own almond milk it's still no substitution it's a whole process nutrients for no. milk so let's yes. talk about can you tell the viewers then why is dairy good for us oh man well first of all i mean it's kind of one of those complete foods right it's got all the three macros depending, you know, you could have obviously skim milk that has no fat in it, but if you're mm. having 2% whole percent milk, mm. it's, you know, it's got fat, carbs, protein, mm. you got your sugars in there, you have your calcium in there, you have mm. uh, a lot, a, a good serving of protein, which, you know, a lot of people are, I think are still under eating protein and not especially to be women. the, yeah, especially women, exactly, I think. Especially a lot of the women, women I work with women. under eat protein and over eat fat. A hundred percent. I agree with you. I have the same experience with people and they just, yeah. And, and they're very afraid of it. Right. It's, it's like, mm. Oh my God, because I think on the other side of that, you have bodybuilders who are telling you to eat 250 grams of protein. If you're a tiny, yeah, obviously woman. don't go to the extremes. Like you don't need, yes, yeah, people love yes, to go to there's extremes, a fine balance. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a complete food. Uh, so many, uh, uh, biotics in there, all sorts of stuff happening in, in milk. And I think, especially if it's raw, you know, yep. you, you're getting a lot more healthier stuff in there. Um, although I'm not one of those people that's afraid of pasteurized milk. I do consume it. Same. I don't think it's a problem. Yeah, I think I let's think talk of- about that, actually, because I, you know, we get a lot of I get a lot of because, you know, our or specifically me to like my goal is to optimize my body composition. So, mm-hmm. you know, like um, 
I tend to go for low fat dairy because I'm trying to, I sort of keep my fat between 50 to 70 and I eat higher carbs because Mm -hmm. I'm training, you know, I'm training heavy, I'm training hard. And I get a lot of people on my, you know, they'll comment, oh, that's, you know, you're drinking pasteurized milk. It's not good. You know, it's poison. It's poison. poison. Yeah. I mean, I think in the States it's a bit harder with low fat because the law is that you have to add the synthetic vitamins. Is that right? In in the US. Do you not have added vitamins if it's low fat? No, that's not. So in Australia, it's so much better. All fat, not all. There is a few. Like there's this brand trim that they add vitamin A and vitamin D. But the majority mm-hmm. of the skim and low fat milks, um, uh, they don't have anything so, added. So if you just turn the the container, look at the ingredients, it'll just yep. say low fat milk. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. That's that is a yeah. big plus. Which yeah. you know, there's a whole topic of discussion about that stuff too. Of the added yeah. vitamins, how how afraid should you be of them? I mean, it is funky, right? That you know, the government is doing this thing, adding these vitamins, like, what if I don't want them, but they're just doing it automatically? Yeah. Yes. In, in the U S if it's, uh, if it's not whole milk, uh, vitamin A palmitate and vitamin yeah. D3 is going to be added to it automatically. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but you know, I am also not one of those super anal people. I'll, I'll have, I'll have those. I'll consume those fine. I just go out of my way. Honestly, I don't do the whole kind of repeat ish style of consuming, what is it three quarts of milk that he recommends or you know a but lot see, a lot of milk but the thing is that's what he does you know like a lot of Correct. people i think it's like he doesn't there's no repeat diet you know like ray just talks about what he eats he's not saying that everyone should drink three quarts mm-hmm. of milk you know like and i think that's what annoys me about his people that they take like something that he says and go goes oh well that's what he does so that's the mm-hmm. diet that i'm gonna you know take on or do and it's like it didn't work for you and obsess like, about it yeah because yeah, i agree with you him you know it's like you know like i said like we adjust like we drink milk and dairy but a lot of low fat like there is benefits to drinking raw whole milk but yes for most people it's not accessible it's expensive so like in australia you cannot you can buy it as like in the um, organic stores it's like 13 bucks for two liters and a lot of people mm. just can't afford that so you know you're drinking pasteurized the dairy industry is pretty good in australia like i interviewed a dairy farmer and you know mm. like all this bullshit that they add like hormones and shit and you know they don't do that and she said they actually test every like these big trucks come in and they test the milk and if there's yeah, it's anything, one of the most regulated yeah, industries if they, if same they, thing in the u.s it, yeah, it's if, a very well regulated industry yeah, actually, if there's yeah. anything in them they lose mm-hmm. it. They don't get, they don't get paid for the milk. So it's got to be, it can't be full of antibiotics and hormones. And she said, they really yeah. look after the cows. Cause she said, happy cows produce more milk, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure there are some places that don't treat them well, but she said the majority, like I've worked in for 20 years, she said all over Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think this whole thing, like I talked to this lady, actually, she was going to sign up to our program. She's like, you know, getting into this whole, the whole pro-metabolic community. And she's like, oh, I'm so stressed. I live in Egypt and I can't get raw milk and I can't get this. I said, you don't have to drink raw milk. I said, (laughs) you're stressing yourself out thinking that you have to drink raw milk. I said, what have you got available to you? Like, just do do the best you can. Like, you know, there's times when our clients, like we had this client in Brunei and Brunei's just shit for food. And so she Uh was just drinking UHT milk. (laughs) <laughs> that's all she had access to but she still gets the yeah. calcium she still gets the protein you know yep. so i think um and the other thing too like oh what about the fat soluble vitamins but you know like i eat butter i eat eggs i take liver you know eat liver mm-hmm. i'm getting fat soluble mm-hmm. vitamins from there you know it's like and the thing is with full fat dairy i find that some like that's where a lot of women when they come into this they just over consume fat and they don't track their calories like high fat dairy ice cream and then they just gain all this weight so that is the problem with dairy. Yeah. Is a yeah. lot of people get carried away and they're not 
uh, used to f- having a food that has so much, if you're having just whole milk, right. That's whatever yeah. raw or not raw. It's, it's yeah. you know what here it's uh, I think it's above eight to 10 grams of, you yeah. know, a serving, right. Same thing in Australia. Yeah. 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 yeah, and yeah I think- so people have to pay yeah. attention. Like you said, if they're having butter and if they're having cheese yeah. and if they're having two, two glasses of milk, just you should probably up. make that milk. Yeah. So you should probably make that milk either skim or, or 1% or 2%. You know, yeah. there's lots of options there. Or you have to like go, okay, if I, you know, if you're trying to like, like a lot of our clients, if they're trying to improve their health, but also optimize their body composition to lose body fat, mm. if they're eating hundred grams of fat a day, it's not going to happen, you know? So you mm. have to pull it from somewhere. So you have to make it fit. So if you want to have some full fat milk, you might have to have some leaner sources of protein, you know? Um, so yeah. How, I think- how much do you play around with the fat to carbohydrate ratio? Do you have people that do a little bit better on higher fat diets versus higher carb diets. So you mess around with that with people and people have to adjust it to themselves. Yeah. Well, our coaches do it, you know, like we, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously we set their protein and then, but it's never, we don't ever set anyone at high fat, you know, sort of right. 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 right, Range. And like you say, some people will prefer a slightly higher fat, you know, they might Mm -hmm. sit at the higher end of the range and that's what they enjoy and works well. I think once the protein set, it doesn't really matter. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, some like me, like I really, especially on training days, we'll push the carbs as high as I can and I keep the mm-hmm. fat on the lower side. And then sometimes on the non-training days, the fat will be higher, you know? Yeah. And, and I've done it both ways and I've done yep. carnivore and I've done super yep. hot, high fat diets and sorry, it just doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't. You, you feel like shit. You feel yeah. like shit. I, a lot of people look, look, there's people that do all sorts of crazy diets and last many, many years. Yeah. To me, it's kind of like, just because you can doesn't really mean you should, you know what I'm saying? And I, yeah. I, I, I'm yet, have yet to see somebody that can just do a very long-term 20 to 30 year diet with no carbohydrates in their oh. diet. I, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. So no, you we'll feel see. so much better. <laughs> and you so feel so much better. <laughs> yeah, you really do. You really do. You know, you got to cave in at some point you, you see that happening, you know, vice versa. You see that happening with vegans too, that were yeah. not consuming any animal products. It's kind of a big yeah. trending topic right now on YouTube and social media yeah. of just people who are ex vegan for 10 years and then became so skinny, almost anorexic, like, and then they, you know, started consuming animal products and started feeling much better. So, so, so I, yeah, no, I totally agree. So back to the milk. So like with your mm-hmm. clients or what, what do you just say to people? Like what, what's the best that you can do in access? Like don't stress I'm all about, about being that. perfect. Yep. Yep. A hundred percent. And I also even, you know, sometimes if somebody, let's say only has access to conventional milk and they don't like, I, I do think the taste is important, you know, and Ray mm. talks about that too. Mm. Um, if somebody doesn't like the taste of one milk and let's say it's, uh, you know, lower fat milk and the only other option you have is a higher fat milk, but you like mm. the taste. I would just say, have the higher fat milk, but just have less of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And because yeah. you're enjoying it, that's yeah. a factor that nobody yeah. talks about that much, right? Like you got to like the food, you know, yeah. otherwise you're not going to stick to anything that you're doing or you'll stick to it for a little bit and then you'll crash and then you'll get fat again. And you get on that cycle of just up and down, up and down, up and down. So that's an important factor. Yeah. Well, let's um like talk about, so why is it, is oat milk and almond milk not a good substitute for normal milk? <laughs> so many reasons why i think the biggest reason is let's be honest it tastes like shit it does okay? taste like shit you're right it does taste and terrible. that's the most important thing <laughs> and and anybody that tells you otherwise is full of shit stop it stop it also here's the funny thing is that when it tastes good it's when it's frothed up maybe a little bit of sugar is added into there maybe a little bit of canola oil or rapeseed is added in there to make it a little more frothy and it's funny that it's mimicking this thing, which is supposed to supposedly so bad for us, yeah. real milk, right? Yeah. yeah. But that's the way that you get oat milk or almond milk or soy milk to taste better is to get it 
as close as possible to this milk that you know humans are not supposed to consume because that's not yeah. for humans that's for the uh, for the babies of the cows blah 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 but my point is it's funny that it you know it's kind of a thing that they're trying to mimic it and trying to make it the the thing that we're not supposed to be consuming and oh i know so and I, like I, nutri- I don't know. <laughs> nutritionally it just doesn't compare at all like you talked about initially that look at the macronutrient breakdown it's got a good balance of protein carbs and fat you know, it's oat milk, almond milk's not the same. It doesn't contain the same nutrients either, you know. So yeah. from a nutritional point, it doesn't compare at all. People that are sensitive, to, uh, that have gut issues tend to also not notice it, but they, they just don't digest it well, especially the yeah. nut ones, because those yeah. are just filled with all sort of, sorts of antifuses and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, and even if you think about it, you know, they're not taking the best, you know, almonds are a, a big thing in California. They grow them a lot here and they're kind of killing all the bees, by the way, which is mm-hmm. another thing that people talk about with milk, uh, you know, that it's killing the environment, blah, blah, blah. It's the cow farts are causing climate change. And you know what's contributing the most death to bees is almond milk. Almonds. They're growing a lot of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really big problem. You can you know research it yourself. It's it it takes up a lot of uh, a lot of resources to grow almonds, and to make almond milk, I don't think they're taking the best almonds, the most shiniest, beautiful (laughs) almonds, and milking those. You know, like a little (laughs) farmer does underneath a cow. You know, Uh, they're probably taking the the ones that are broken up. They look like shit. Maybe they have some fungus on it they're you know i mean it's all controlled obviously you're not going to get poisoned by this stuff but my point is i don't think they're using the best quality almonds to make these milks you know especially Mm. at the high capacity that they do Mm. um same goes for oatmeal um you know if you're really truly worried about the environment and climate change and and all that one thing to consider is monocropping which is a huge problem in in the u.s Mm. um these you know fields and fields endless fields of wheat corn oats that just, you know, decimate the soil and just rob it of of, of all its nutrients. Mm. So, you know, it's probably much better for the environment to have some cows that are walking around in green pastures. Now, now not all cows are doing that, but Mm. that's a better thing when they're walking around in green pastures, pooping, growing Mm. grass, you know, rotating. Mm. So, yeah, those are some things to consider too. Let's talk about quickly then, um, you know, like, lactose intolerance so when I was 12 oh. I can't even remember why my mom did this but she took me to a naturopath and the naturopath said that I was lactose intolerant so from the age of 12 mom got me on you know drank drinking soy milk almond milk you know eating all the fake cheeses uh, and then you know I just did that until I was about 34 basically like I'd have a lot wow. of, I, I drank a lot of soy milk actually I liked the flavor of soy milk in coffee mm-hmm. Um, and then I met Emma, my business partner, the nutrition coach, and obviously learned about all this stuff about dairy and, you know, why I couldn't do Also I was doing all the stupid diets and, you know, low thyroid and probably wasn't making enough progesterone and my digestive tract was all fucked up from eating, you know, like tons of nuts and seeds. Um, and mm-hmm. once I actually started to eat, you know, like more gelatin and collagen and easily digestible foods. And then I slowly in- introduced the dairy back in. Eventually I was good, you know, and now I drink milk and eat dairy without um, issues. So you just want to talk a bit more about, you know, like this, like lactose intolerance and like, is, is I've had similar tr- experiences yeah, yeah. yeah, and I've had experiences like that with clients too. That vegan phase that I told you about, um, yeah. I, I went into that phase uh, I was a big time follower of Paul Check. You know who that is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of a big, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's one of those guys that still says uh, uh, milk, uh, pasteurized milk is dead, dead food, you know, because mm. the enzymes are dead, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I was a big follower of his and um, I went vegan. I didn't consume any dairy for 
I don't know, months, months, probably half a year or so, many months, you know. Um, and then I thought I would test myself and test mm. if I'm intolerant or not. And I went out and bought a big jug of raw milk and I drank it all. And then the next day, you know that Johnny Cash song, Ring of Fire? That was me on the toilet. I fell into it. was just, <laughs> I had terrible diarrhea. It wrecked me. And I thought at that moment, oh boy. I am lactose intolerant. Milk yeah. is bad. I shouldn't be having it. Blah, blah, blah. You know, that went on for quite some time. Then honestly, eventually I just started having some cheese. I noticed that, you know, obviously because cheese has much less lactose. I was fine yeah. with that. I was okay with that. Then I started consuming more, more dairy, more dairy. And naturally I've, uh, Russia is huge on dairy. A lot of people, dairy mm. industry is big there. A lot of people, there's a lot of dairy products. So I've always loved dairy. And mm. it was just at that phase and I stopped eating it. And I thought, you know, it's bad for me. But uh, eventually I just started eating dairy again after that little phase and everything came back to normal. I, to this day, I never have any problems. And I think like what you said, um, what's happening with a lot of people is that they're just uh, probably maybe not consuming enough of it or any of it. And then they'll listen to somebody and they'll, okay, I'm going to have a big glass of milk. Then they'll have it. Then they'll feel indigestion. And I think you have to start slowly with it. You kind of have to build it up to build up your microbiome to it. Take your time, you know, try out different milks. Yeah. yeah, well, I think people don't realize too that um, the enzyme uh, lactase that breaks down lactose is actually made in the intestinal walls. So when, yeah. you know, you're eating a lot of like when they're irritated and, you know, you're eating all these, like I used to eat heaps of tons of green vegetables and seeds and nuts, you know, I had a really stressed digestive system. So that affects the production of um, the enzyme that breaks down lactose. And also too, when you stop drinking milk and eating dairy, your body stops making it. So yeah. you have to give it time to start remaking it again, like you said. So I think, you know, if you're listening to this, um, obviously work, I think, on fixing the system, like with our clients, we're trying to, you know, give them enough energy and nutrients because a lot of their body is so stressed for various reasons that it's starting to, you know, dysfunction and affects digestion and their sex hormone production, um, you know, thyroid function. So once they actually give it enough nutrients and energy and reduce that stress, then they slowly, you know, they eat more, you know, gelatin and collagen's really yeah. good, but gelatinous broths, they're really healing, glycine's really mm-hmm. healing to the intestine. Then they can start to reintroduce the dairy. But like you said, go slow. Like start yeah. with some hard Sounds cheese. Sounds like and- what you're doing is you're taking a whole body approach yeah. instead yeah. of just saying milk is bad, milk is yeah. dead food, milk is, right? And, you know, wouldn't it be nice if we did that with all foods all the time and, you know, and just thought about these things deeply? Because I think, it's so easy these days to just throw out, you know, milk yeah. under the bus or whatever well, under the bus. You probably have to ask the question why, it. like, why can't I digest it? Is it the milk or is it a system yes. problem? You know, um, yeah. a stress yeah. system. And so many people are stressed, you know, I mean. And that crack- can be like that with any food too, right? Yeah. A lot yeah. of people have hard times digesting grains. Then maybe they get better, heal, get healthier, whatever. Then they start yeah. eating their sourdough bread again. And they're like, you know what? I, I feel fine, you know, yeah. fuck your gluten. That fucking gluten yeah. doesn't bother me anymore. You know, I, yeah. I, I know it's there. I get it. Gliadin gluten. I know. I read the science. I just don't like to, I'm kind of over talking terms and talking all the scientific bullshit because I think more people are just so confused about stuff. Yeah. They're just like so overwhelmed with all this science bullshit that people go out and make podcasts about. And not, not to say anything bad about it completely, but I'm just, you know, I just think people... Yeah need to take out, like you said, a whole body approach. Think about their health as a whole. Are you healthy? Because when you're healthy, I think 
almost, you can digest almost anything. That's right. You're feeling yeah. good. You can digest yep. almost anything. And don't you want to be that person that digests whatever the fuck they want to? Yeah. Don't you want to be the person that goes out with their friends and yeah, gets shit faced, have some burgers, <laughs> whatever. But the next day it comes back and feels fine. Like you can recover from it. Or do you want to be the person that's like constantly limiting? Oh no, no, no. I can't do that. No, no. Oh, I can't do. Oh, oh there's tomatoes in the salad. Oh, they're nightshades. Oh my God. These nightshades are going to fucking kill me. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't have this. It's just like endless thing. Right. Cause I've worked like that. And I've been there too myself with people that just get to this point where like all they can eat is a salad and wild salmon. That's it. Yeah. Is it wild caught salmon? It's not wild caught. Oh my God. It's conventional. It's farm salmon. I'm going to kill myself. I can't eat today. Yeah, I'm yeah. fast. Yeah. I think, I, I think you nailed it. Like you, you yeah. obviously, I think you want, like you say, you should be able to just to digest most things and eat them in freak. Like obviously, you don't want to go to the other extreme and just be eating dog shit KFC. I agree with food, you. Yeah, you know, no, 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 no nutrients. So like, but eighty percent of the time, ninety percent. Like when we went on holidays, when we go on holidays, we don't track our food and we just eat. But you know, we know, like we know how to eat enough protein because we've tracked long enough to know. Like we got to look at things and go, you know, eat you can eyeball pro- stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. But we sort of, you know, like we had these beautiful cheese platters, but we just bought these shit biscuits from Woolworths, you know, that we wouldn't <laughs> usually eat all the time. But we're in holidays, so it gives a fuck, you know. We went down to the bakery every day and we bought one thing and shared it. So like we mm-hmm. had cheesecake one day, they made these beautiful muffins another day. There was like this other thing that Craig picked. Um, and I did actually notice that my digestion wasn't great when I was on holidays, you know, because, mm-hmm. and again, like we ate sourdough from Woolworths, which had, Heaps of shit, but I'll just like, it's only yeah, seven, yeah, seven yeah, days, yeah. Kitty. It doesn't matter. Like it's just, you're on holidays, but you know, it really does. And my digestion, you know, I, I just ate a couple of raw carrots every day, not the salad. And I did really notice that my je- digestion didn't feel as good as normal. And someone messaged me on Instagram going, oh, do you worry about all the pufas and the chemicals and like the preservatives? I'm like, no, no, because it's what you do most of the time. You know, I'm on holidays. Yes. Like I had a couple of glasses of champagne, went out for lunch. I really enjoyed it. But when I came back, I was like, I'm really looking forward to eating my normal food. So, mm. you know, like potatoes and butter and my ice cream and just really, you know, it doesn't have any preservatives and shit in it. And yeah, after yeah. just a, a day of eating my normal food, did the best poo the next day. Like, <laughs> I could just, and you sort of get used to feeling, of course. Food, feeling of good, course. but you're right. You should be able to like go out occasionally and have the burger and the fries, you know, but I yeah. think once you start to feel good, you realize that you do want to eat this you, you work out what feels good for you and you mm-hmm. want to do that most of the time and then it's just about balance right like yeah and you have an 80 20 yeah. rule right 20 percent right. of the time you have fun yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're still eating a very uh, you know very diet aren't you you're eating potatoes you're eating yeah. you know starches you're eating sugars yeah. and like i'm saying these days a lot of people are just limiting you know is it going to be only carnivore or is it going to be only vegan yeah. it's going to be only fruits it's going to be only yeah. salad I don't want to be that guy. I want to eat good food. I'm all about quality. I spent most of my money that I spent is on food, you know, organic, but I get it. I get it. You know, and like I said, the 20% of the time I'll go out and have some fun and enjoy whatever myself, but even, even with my organic, you know, food, I still want to have a variety of food. I don't want to limit myself to just these like few plates of salad and and salmon a day. Like some of these, like, you know, ex paleo kind of guys do nowadays. It's just, it's so boring and and you don't feel that great. You don't feel that great. (laughs) <laughs> no energy. I'm like, how, like salad just yeah. has no energy. I still live off salad too, because obviously I was just trying to be skinny. So, you mm. know, salad is low energy, fills you up, high fiber. But yeah, mm. no, I totally, I totally agree. And I think, you know, Kate and I have talked about this before. Like if you, if you're very, your digestive system is very compromised and you're stressed, you may initially have to start with, like you say, like you may not be able to tolerate salad. Like Craig, when we worked in our gym, he got this parasite and he was just fucked because, you know, we're stressed, working long hours. 
And once he, he would eat sourdough, just no good. Like he couldn't eat sourdough mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. like I'd eat these Mexican burritos, but just he couldn't do it. He, he would just <laughs> fuck his digestion. But now that he's improved everything, he'll have the burritos with me. He'll have sourdough a few times a week. You know, he just likes to yep. have it a few times because it makes, you know, he's, his tolerance levels, like you find your tolerance levels and he just, it makes him feel better when he you eats. You found that nice food. balance where you can have yeah, some that's fun right. food. And but relax. I think, you know, like yeah. you might have to initially when you're trying to improve your digestion and health, you might have to maybe keep the sourdough out. And then like you said, yeah. with your clients, once they've improved things, they can start bringing it back in. Yeah. And same goes for milk, right? It's, I have a lot of people just have cheese initially, right? Just mm. try some mm. cheese. And it's funny, a lot of people love cheese. Oh, I fucking love <laughs> a cheese. A lot of people, more than they care to admit sometimes, you know, That's even some of the vegans that I know that are like, ah, well, I'm vegan, but I just, I can't stop eating cheese. And it's just yeah. like, okay, fucking eat your cheese. Stop being so pathetic. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So, yeah, I think cheese is a great option, especially like, you know, the repeat style Parmigiano Reggiano, some of the Italiano ones that are. Um, oh, Parmesan. You know what I no. love? Um, pecorino. Is that how you say it? Pecorino. pecorino. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, the yeah. best. Good stuff. I, I feel like yeah. I like it more than Parmesan, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think different. some of the yogurts are a little bit, can be, even for myself, I also mm. don't notice the best digestion with them because of the mm. acid in there, you know, lactic mm. acid. The Greek yogurts, I, I, I tend to. If I'm gonna have like some of those sort of products, I'll, I'll go for like a cottage cheese or a, mm. or a ricotta. You know, yeah, some yeah, of I that. love ricotta. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I prefer those because th- yogurts. I don't know; they're a hit or miss because the um, you know, the probiotics that they're putting in there that they're you mm. know so cleverly marketing that are so good for you. You don't mm. fucking know where they come from, how they're made. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think you just you know, have to do like te- like I eat yogurt um, usually every day. Like it's a good. Mm-hmm. You know, high protein. Have it. I have it after training with uh, some rice. Greek pudding. yogurt. Greek yogurt. Yeah, yeah. low fat, low fat. Because yeah. it's really high protein and low fat, which is good. Yeah. Oh, it, macros are great. I'm just yeah. saying. Sometimes Fine people don't digest it right. as well as cheese. Yeah. 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 Same and as so Craig. You play around yeah. with that. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to, I think, find what works for you, right? Mm-hmm. And try and improve your digestion so that you can, you know, like say, if you've got this really limited list of foods that you can eat, it's probably not great. Yeah. So start yeah. with that, and then maybe. Um, you know, my mom thought she was, you know, lactose intolerant for quite some time. And uh, I got her on some goat milk, not oat yeah. milk. Ah, cheese, yeah, goat, goat milk. milk. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. has a gla- two, two glasses of it every day. She feels fine. No problem. Yeah, that's another no good nothing. point, actually. Some of our clients, yeah. too, like we just get them to test. So it's A2, goat milk. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I don't even know if it's milk. the A2, you know, because if you read <laughs> the literature is really nothing, but whatever. But yeah. My yeah. point is just yeah. trying out different ones. I do think the taste is different. Uh, the taste, um, yeah. like I said, your, what are your taste buds telling you? Do you like the taste? Um, I yeah. think it's an important thing. Um, you know, the breed of cows are, yeah. cause, cause that's what a whole eating. topic too. Yeah. What yeah. they're eating, you know, if, if it's a Jersey cow or if it's a <laughs> whatever new American cow, it, it can all make a difference. So the point is I just have people try out. I mean, I don't know how many brands of different milks you have there, there's but heaps, there's heaps, there's heaps. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. So I have people try out a bunch of different milks and mm. find the one they like the best. And, um, yeah, I haven't had anybody actually start drinking milk and then just kind of decide, no, I, I don't want to drink it anymore. I think almost everybody's hooked on it now. Mm. So, yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for uh, coming on, Leo. It's been a pleasure to have you on. You're a funny guy. Um, <laughs> if you don't follow Appreciate him, it. guys, follow him. He shares the funniest memes about oatmeal. Just makes me piss myself laughing. Um, <laughs> I'll pop all your details below uh, in the show notes so people can follow you. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to some uh, more funny, funny memes. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.